Welcome to Ambition and Mischief, a community of badass women doing good. I'm your host, Sam Cartagena, and as a publicist and mindset coach, I help women illuminate and amplify their inner vision, trust their intuition, and get comfortable with being seen. This podcast is a home for stories about doing the work, the internal work that allows us to see clearly and live in alignment with our highest self, and the external work that allows us to share our mission with the world. If there's one thing you take away from this space, remember that the most mischievous thing you can do is be yourself, fully and unapologetically. Let's get it. Welcome back to Ambition and Mischief. If I only told you how many times I have recorded this episode, and the irony is that this episode is about inner rebels. Inner rebels are parts of ourselves that come up when we are entering unknown territory, when we're doing something new, when we're doing something scary, and they try to protect us in different ways. And one of the common inner rebels, and we're going to talk about a few of them today, but one of the common inner rebels is perfectionism or the perfectionist. And so my inner rebel, ironically, is here present and trying to run the show while I am trying to record this episode about inner rebels. So all of that to say, this episode is not going to be perfect in any way. I've already tried multiple times to make it perfect, and it's just... That's just not how this goes. And so instead of perfect, it's going to be authentic, it's going to be genuine, and it's just going to flow. From my perspective and why I think this episode is so important and why I wanted to re-record it a million times is because I think it is so essential for everyone to know, first of all, that inner rebels exist, and second of all, that whatever inner rebel is present for you is okay, and it's not something bad. It's not something that you need to fight against. So let's rewind a little bit and talk about why inner rebels show up in the first place. So what I see, what I've seen for myself, and also what I see for a lot of the women that I work with, is inner rebels show up when we are wanting to push past our comfort zone. So a lot of people live lives that are very comfortable, very routine. They don't do much that is outside of their comfort zone. And for other people, they get tired of living that routine and they want to show up in a way that is different than how they've been showing up. So maybe this means finally starting your business. Maybe this means starting to work out and take better care of yourself. Maybe this means just trying new things, maybe traveling more. Whatever the case is, it doesn't always have to be related to business. When we do things that are not usually what we do, we are stepping outside of our comfort zone and expanding that comfort zone. And so when that happens, this is when inner rebels show up. The reason why I call them inner rebels, and another way you can think about it is a survival mechanism or safety mechanism, the reason why they show up is because they do not want you entering unknown territory. The job of the inner rebel is to keep you safe, secure, and honestly to keep you kind of small, to keep you exactly where you've been which it thinks that if it does that, it's going to minimize the risk of failure, of rejection, or of things just going wrong because things outside of our comfort zone are unknown and therefore we can't always plan around them. 
So an inner rebel is a part of us that tries to keep us safe and comfortable by creating blocks, resistance, or distractions that keep us away from the unknown. So using this podcast as an example, my perfectionist inner rebel is creating blocks and creating resistance by trying to tell me this episode needs to be perfect if it's going to go out. Or you can't record it now. Can't you hear the, the birds in the background and the cookies in the background? That's not professional. And so rather than listening to my inner rebel, rather than allowing that inner rebel, the perfectionist, to run the show and to run my business, instead I'm choosing to show up anyway, to move forward anyway, to record this episode anyway, and to take action that is in alignment with who I see myself being and who I want to become, taking action that is in alignment with my higher self or my future self, rather than taking action that is in alignment with who I've been or with my safety zone or my comfort zone. So I mentioned that the inner rebel's job is to keep us safe. And I just want to point out that the way our inner rebels define safety is not like a physical safety. It's not like how we would generally talk about safety. Inner rebels relate to safety by what we've done or where we've been. It's more of a psychological safety than a logical safety. What I mean by that is psychologically, what thoughts have we thought before? What mental road have we already been down? So for example, if you've spent most of your life in hustle mode, that is a road, a path, and a thought process that you've been down many, many times. And so your inner rebel finds safety and comfort in that familiarity. If you have spent a lot of your life in perfectionism, like I have, then that is a place where your inner rebel is going to feel comfortable and it's going to want to take you back there as often as possible. So the reason why an inner rebel is called that is because it is rebelling against us having this true freedom because it thinks that us having this true freedom and us venturing into this unknown is, again, unsafe. And so it's rebelling against what we truly want. And when this happens, when our inner rebels are present and front and center, it can feel like this inner battle is coming up, like you are fighting against you, like there's one part of you that wants this specific thing, and then there's another part of you that is showing up and presenting these blocks or this resistance, which is exactly what the inner rebel does. One of the reasons why I think talking about this and knowing about this is so important is because so often in the personal growth or in the spiritual community, we tend to focus on things that are just love and light. So when we talk about bringing our inner visions to life, manifesting, doing the inner work, personal growth, we tend to focus on the things that are pretty to look at. So we focus on journaling and affirmations and manifestation and meditation and all of the things that are considered quote unquote good. And there's nothing wrong with this. All of these things are a beautiful and essential part of our growth process and of bringing our inner vision to life and doing our inner work. I'm not saying that it isn't. What I am saying is that it is not the full picture. And for a lot of people, because we don't talk enough about inner rebels, they think when their inner rebel comes up that something has gone wrong or that something is wrong with them as an individual, as a human. 
they think that they should just be thinking more positively. They should just kind of forget about the negativity and be in positive energy. And what can end up happening is we end up kind of gaslighting ourselves, telling us that the negative thoughts aren't true, that whatever is getting in our way isn't true. And we try to just positive think our way to our goal. And it just creates more of that inner turmoil and that feeling of an inner battle. Because what you're doing is you are ignoring an entire part of you that is trying desperately to get your attention. And this is where toxic positivity comes in. And the way I think of toxic positivity is almost when we have our head down and we're, we put on blinders and we try not to look at the things that are quote unquote negative or bad. And in doing so, like I mentioned, we start to gaslight ourselves. We try to pretend like none of that other stuff exists. The problem with making believe that our inner rebels don't exist and just trying to positive think our way into everything is one of two things tend to happen. First is when we pretend that they're not there, we leave them in the shadows. So just because we're not looking at them and we are leaving them in the shadows doesn't mean that they're not there anymore. Actually, the opposite ends up happening where they end up running the show without our knowledge and they start influencing our decisions and the direction that we're going. So just because we don't address them, like I said, doesn't mean that they're not there. If I hadn't directly addressed, acknowledged and noticed that my perfectionism or the perfectionist inner rebel has been showing up for me for this episode, I could have very well just continued on listening to it in the back of my head, directing me where to go and what to do and trying to make this episode as perfect as possible. And instead, by acknowledging that it's present, it took a weight off of my shoulders. That doesn't mean that my perfectionist or the perfectionist in a rebel has gone away and will never be back. But for this moment, in this specific scenario, I noticed it, I acknowledged it, I named it. And now I am able to witness it instead of being directed by it. The second thing that may happen when we don't address our inner rebels head on is we don't see them as one part of us. We don't acknowledge them as being a part that is trying to keep us safe and comfortable and secure. And instead, we start to overly identify with this part. So rather than seeing it as one part, we start to overly identify with it and we start to take on its identity. So if you've ever heard someone say, I am a perfectionist, that is a perfect example of someone that has taken on the identity of that inner rebel. Using myself as an example, it is one part of how I show up and this part has been created so that I can perform well and so I can do things really well because historically that has bought me a lot of love is the bottom line. It has bought me a lot of validation and a lot of love. And so this part shows up and it thinks that the better we perform and the better we get things done, the more perfect we are, the more we will be liked, seen, loved, and acknowledged. So what happens when we do address our inner rebels? First of all, it allows us to take personal responsibility. It allows us to identify where we are getting in our own way. 
we look internally at the different parts of us that show up in different situations and then take responsibility for which part is showing up and how are you getting in your own way, which is very different than outsourcing the reasons why we're not getting to where we think we should be. And when we take responsibility for how or why this is happening, it's kind of like that TikTok and Instagram sound that goes, is it me? Am I the drama? And like, yeah, sometimes we are the drama. And looking at our inner rebels, acknowledging them and naming them allows us to take our power back by seeing when we are being the drama, which then allows us to shift our behavior and how we're showing up. And that's where true inner freedom comes in which is the theme and the topic for this month, inner freedom. When you are willing to look at all parts of you and be with all parts of you and not just the parts that are pretty or quote unquote good or light or socially acceptable, when you're willing to look at and be with the parts that have been labeled as bad or unacceptable or have been hiding in the shadows, this is when you know that you've got you no matter what. No matter what external circumstances show up, no matter what internal battles show up, you know that you are going to show up for you and that you've got you. And this is the ultimate experience of self-trust. The bottom line here is that doing our inner work is not always all love and light. It's not just about the affirmations and the journaling and the meditation. Like I mentioned earlier, these are all beautiful and essential parts of the process and doing our inner work. And it's not the full picture. And we also get to look at the shadows, the parts that we've deemed as bad, the inner rebels that show up and are really just trying to keep us safe. And when we look at them for what they are and for why they show up, we shift the relationship with them. It's no longer a part of us that we are wanting to get rid of or destroy or beat down. But we get to look at that part and thank it for wanting to keep us safe, ultimately, and also not be ruled or directed by where it wants us to go, which is keeping us small and keeping us in our comfort zone. When we do that, when we shift the relationship with our inner rebels, we shift the relationship with ourselves as a whole. We change how we speak to ourselves, how we view ourselves, and how we show ourselves compassion. And all of this allows us to release that inner battle, and that is the key to inner freedom. So now that you know what inner rebels are, let's talk really quickly about five common inner rebels. So these inner rebels are inner rebels that I've seen within myself and that I've seen with so many of the women that I've worked with. Actually, at least one of these inner rebels has been present with every single woman that I've ever spoken to, coached, or had the pleasure of working with in one way or another. And so what I've done is I've distilled, I've combed through so many notes and so many coaching sessions, and I've distilled all of the different ways that we tend to get in our own way all of the different inner rebels that show up and try and keep us safe and small when we've already declared that we want a big, beautiful life. And I've looked at their different characteristics and I've put them into five main buckets. So here they are. And this is in no particular order. The first inner rebel is the perfectionist. I figured it's fair to start with her since we've been talking about her this entire episode. Now, the perfectionist shows up 
when we are doing something that is outside of our comfort zone, that is new, and she wants to keep us safe by trying to allow us to do things perfectly. Because like I mentioned earlier, she has built evidence over time that when we do things perfectly, this increases our chance of being liked, of being seen, of being acknowledged, and of being loved. And so she now equates perfection or excellence with love and accomplishment. And ultimately, she thinks that the more perfect you are, the more valuable you are. And so she shows up when you are doing something that you may not do perfectly, or maybe it's something new that you haven't done before, and so of course aren't going to do it perfectly. And so she shows up to try and protect you in that way. The next inner rebel is the people pleaser. And this is an infamous one. I think almost all of the women that I've ever worked with have some flavor of the people pleaser inner rebel that shows up for them. So this inner rebel shows up wanting to put all of your energy externally. Focus on everyone around you and pleasing everyone around you hoping that if you just pour enough of yourself externally and into others, that that will eventually be poured back into you. The problem with this inner rebel with the people pleaser is that it is never satisfied. You have never given enough so that the people pleaser can finally say, okay, now it's time to focus on you. And so that's why it's so important, especially with this inner rebel, to know when it's present and to learn how to work with it. The next inner rebel is the strong one. And this is another one that I see as so common and so many women have this inner rebel present. The strong one is a part of us that shows up and thinks that the more we take on, the more we endure, the more we push through, the more valuable we are. And the more acceptable and loved, basically, we will be inside of our community, within work, within our friends, whatever the situation is, the strong one is the one that is always taking things on for the group. And in doing so, she is likely leaving you last, leaving your needs last. You're so busy taking everything on for other people. The fourth inner rebel is what I've called the tranquilizer. And this is a sneaky one. I don't think this is one that too many people realize is present for them because that's kind of by design. So the tranquilizer is an inner rebel that shows up and makes you super tired and forgetful, especially when you've declared that you want to do something outside of your comfort zone. So this is one that shows up for me so often when I've said, okay, I'm ready for this next level. I'm ready for this next thing. What will mysteriously happen is all of a sudden I feel super tired. I feel like I don't have the energy to do the thing that I said I wanted to do. And I also find myself numbing out with things like social media and TV. Basically, this tranquilizer, this inner rebel, what it does is it tries to have us forget about what our goals are by having us either literally forget or having us numb out to the point where we're pushing the goal out of our mind. 
And last but not least, the fifth common inner rebel that shows up for ambitious women as we work to bring our inner visions to life is the lone wolf. Now, the lone wolf has built up this identity of being a loner, of doing things alone. And so normally what is underneath this is a belief that you are either too much or you are not enough. And so because you're either too much or not enough, you are not fully seen or accepted or acknowledged by your community, your friends, your work, or in general, the people around you. And so the lone wolf has decided let's just do it alone. It doesn't matter. They don't get us. They don't understand us anyway. So that is a very quick rundown of the five common inner rebels, what an inner rebel is and why they show up. Now, if any of that sounded relevant to you, if any of that felt like, oh yeah, I've definitely done that, that has definitely shown up for me in the past, then I invite you to take the brand new inner rebel quiz so this is a fun quiz that i've created and have pulled questions and examples from myself and also from coaching so many women where it's a very quick quiz just a few questions and when you are done answering them it's going to tell you which of the five inner rebels is most present for you so a few of them might have resonated a few of them might have felt like i've definitely experienced that and so what the quiz is going to help you identify is which of all of them is the most present for you right now. And the reason why, besides being fun, the reason why I think this quiz is going to be also helpful is because once you know which inner rebel is present for you, then you know how to work with it. After you've taken the quiz, you're going to get a bunch of journal prompts and practices and exercises and much more detail about the inner rebel so that you can work with it. Now, regardless of which inner rebel is present for you, all of this that we've been talking about here is easier said than done. There is one thing that will substantially influence whether you stay the course and whether you take action toward the direction of possibility or revert back to the safety zone. And that thing is knowing your why having clarity on what you are working toward and having a bigger commitment that anchors you into the present moment. When we don't know what we're committed to or why we're doing it, what we're working toward, it can be so easy, it's so much more convenient just to revert back to what you've known. But when you are clear on where you are going and why, it becomes such a strong pull, such a a grounded reason to check in on whether your action is in alignment and where it is in alignment to. Is it in alignment with possibility? Or is it in alignment with your comfort zone? So if you remember absolutely nothing else from this episode, I want you to remember these two things. First is what we just talked about, which is that knowing your why and knowing what your vision is, knowing what you're committed to is so, so important in all of this inner work and especially in moving beyond your inner rebels. It is so important. It will be your North Star. And it's going to be the thing that allows you to see whether you're taking aligned action. The second piece I want you to remember is that on the path to bringing your inner vision to life, inner rebels will show up. It's not a question about if they will show up. You haven't done anything wrong 
if they do show up and if it feels like you have this inner battle going on. The reason why they show up is because you are moving forward. The reason why they show up is because they want to keep you safe. They wouldn't be showing up if you were already in your comfort zone and already being still and complacent. They're showing up because you are moving and that is a good sign. The question becomes, now that they've showed up, how are you going to show up? How are you going to relate to them? Are you going to allow it to block you and stop you and take you back into your comfort zone? Are you going to learn to be with it and work with it so that you can continue moving forward? Before we wrap up this episode, I already mentioned the quiz, so make sure you take that quiz and identify which inner rebel is showing up for you right now. The link to the quiz will be in the show notes or you can go to ambitionandmischief.com quiz. And I have another free resource for you. I'm going to be hosting a free workshop on Wednesday, July 27th at 6 p.m. Eastern. And this workshop is going to be all about tapping into your inner vision and getting clear on what your inner vision is. The workshop is all about possibility and your future self and your higher self. And we're going to do so many amazing practices, embodiment and visualization. So you're going to want to be there. And these two free resources are, I hope, going to help you so much on your journey to bringing your inner vision to life because they are the two essential pieces that you need. The first is being clear on where you're going, and the second is identifying what could potentially get in your way, aka which inner rebel is likely to show up. I hope this very imperfect episode was helpful for you. I hope that me showing up in the face of my perfectionist inner rebel wanting to keep me small and safe and not record this episode has been a demonstration for you that no matter how long you do this work, inner rebels are going to show up. And that doesn't mean anything has gone wrong. That doesn't mean that you're bad. That doesn't mean that you're doing a bad job. It means that you are growing. It means that the inner rebels have something that they're trying to protect you from and that is amazing so keep going keep showing up keep moving forward in alignment with possibility and where you want to be 